Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys. Hi guys. Happy Thanksgiving to all our American subscribers, wherever you are in the world. And could I ask for permission for all of us to be able to join in your celebration of Thanksgiving Thanksgiving to be now narc free, hopefully. Thanksgiving to be on on the good part of a journey to healing. And if we are with the narcissist still, hopefully we're planning and thankful for the intervention of the YouTube anti-narcissist community to help us get out. So guys, you know, on, on occasions, celebratory occasions like Thanksgiving and Christmas and birthdays and sometimes holidays can be triggers. Um, we often think back with a lot of cognitive dissonance to the good times with the narcissist. And if we're lonely or if we're not having such a great time and we're still on our journey, it can trigger memories of them. And it can be a bit dangerous for us and it can also lower our mood. It's not great. And... It's also a time um, where the narcissists will try and hoover. So this is why I'm doing this particular video today and I hope it helps. So I know you'll probably resonate with this um, and give me your thoughts on it, please, if, if you don't. OK, so what is the narcissist doing while he or she is in a relationship with us? It differs a bit. And again, this is just my opinion, but it differs a bit from, say, the, the shorter long term relationship, the two to four year cycle to it would say to the 20 or 30 year relationship. Um, it's more intense and it's more easy to spot, I believe, in the shorter cycle relationship. But guys, for you guys who've been leaving amazing comments that have gotten out of the longer term relationships, it's really educational for us to read them. And it's been fantastic in the last two or three videos. There's been some real long termers who have let us know what it's like when we go and see the narcissist going off into a long term relationship with someone and we're perplexed. And it's also really good information for us to think if we'd stayed in the relationship, what we maybe could have expected from the narcissist. So, guys. Thank you for your courage and sharing your stories. It's really, really helpful. It's really kind of you to do so. So we're in a relationship with a narcissist. And on the face of it, what we don't know is going on in the backward in the background. This is what's going on in the background. It's really easy. So let's take the beginning, the love bombing stage. At this time, you would think that they're not doing anything in the background but they are. Now, their energy is mainly focused on, you know, love bombing you and getting you embedded, etc., etc. So their energy is mainly focused on you and their supply is high. But it's taking a lot of energy and effort for them to mirror you and to pretend and to give you all this attention because they're the ones that want the attention. Now, you are giving attention back. So in some ways, they're, they're satisfied. But there is a, a need a need for supply in other areas to supply the energy that it needs, it takes for them to love bomb you intensely. So what they're doing when they're love bombing you is they're contacting the old supply or they're getting word back through the flying monkeys and they're doing a press campaign basically on how happy they are. They're telling their family 
that they're they've you know found this amazing person and how lucky they are particularly if there's someone in the family that has a rivalry relationship with them and they do have rivalry relationships with anyone that will have one with them so they're also going to be trying to use it to make the their rival in the family their sibling jealous and let them know how fantastic a time they're having and how they've hit the jackpot with you and they'll really push it down their sibling's throat if they can if there's a sibling who's not that jealous of them they will try and intermingle that sibling with you because they will want to they will be planning their future there are future manipulations with you. And if you make a good relationship with one of their siblings, it makes it easier for them to get intel on you at a later stage. It makes them feel secure to think you're attaching firmly to one or two of their siblings or all of their family, if possible. But they will usually have different relationships with different siblings within their own family. So that's what they're at from one aspect. The second aspect is they have loads of other lesser supplies and you were promoted to the primary source, but there would be more than likely at least one, if not two other candidates that they were grooming at the time that didn't make the grade. You unfortunately got unlucky and made the grade. So they will be either shelving the other supplies and kind of giving them attention, being nice to them and saying they don't know if it's going to work out with you to kind of keep them on the shelf. Or if one of the other supplies had gone against them in some way, they would be using you to punish the other supply who didn't conform and didn't give them the attention they needed and maybe saw who they were and rejected the narcissist. So they're doing all this kind of stuff, all this kind of supply management is going on in the background and laying the groundwork for the future as well. So they will try and keep that other supply hooked at this stage, say one of their other supplies. Then as it comes to the end of the love bombing stage, when they're beginning to do their devaluation cycles, you know, the cycle where they devalue you, put you back up again, devalue you, put you back up again. This is a real another kind of a testing phase. You know, in the love bombing, they were embedding you. But in the devaluation phase, they're testing you for your long, your longevity, for how how you will stay or could possibly be a dragged out source of supply, how codependent you are, how much you're prepared to take, how much they can control you. If you're getting too hard to control and they're having to devalue you more and more and more in their cycles and the devaluation mini cycles aren't working, what they'll do is they'll start the smear campaign. So they will be going to the family and going to friends and sowing seeds of doubt about you and basically starting the smear campaign so that longer or way down the road, um, when they start saying, when they discard you or you leave them, when they have to really open up about the true person that you were, all the abuse that you gave them, etc., it will be, be much more authentic because they've laid the groundwork at an earlier stage. Also at this stage, remember the video we did about the phone? 
they're still looking for supply. They're still looking for attention from a wider audience. You will sustain them on a day to day basis. But when you're in work, when you're maybe doing an activity, if they let you off the hook to do an activity on your own, which they won't in the early stages, they will intensely stick with you and make you uh, groom you and make you codependent on them. They will be on dating sites. If they're not on dating sites, they will be. They will be looking up old schoolmates, old friends, um, female or male, the opposite sex, or if they're bisexual, whatever. They'll be looking for attention from them. They will be running you down to these people and making it seem like the relationship's not going anywhere and that they're free. They always like to give the impression that they're single, that they can jump at any stage and that they're looking for the one, even though they're telling you that you're the one. They never, ever stop this, not even in the love bomb stage. They still look for that extra attention. The other thing they're doing is if they're withholding sex from you as a punishment, or even if they're not, they just don't seem as interested. They're on pornographic sites. And what they're doing there, I leave up to your own imagination. But they use pornography hugely. And if they're not, if they're withholding sex from you, that's where they'll be at and doing. If they're not off with somebody else actually physically cheating on you. They'll be looking for opportunities like business opportunities. And if the business opportunity can be combined in a relationship, they will leave you at in a dime. They will leave you within a few days if they think that leaving you is going to get them a better opportunity, say financially. And coming on to the financial thing, they will, as we said in the other videos, they will be hiving off money as their rain, rainy day account but it's more than that. It's actually hiving off money for their future. It's their future that matters. To them, they don't care who is in their future with them, but they need to provide for their future. So if you're assisting them in providing for their future and saving money, that's a big plus for the moment until they can hop on to the better financial opportunity, resource opportunity or whatever. So all these things are going on in the background. There is financial abuse. There is cheating. There is toying and playing with old sources of supply. There's managing old sources of supply. There is secret telephone conversations going on with family and friends and potential sources of supply and old sources of supply. And at this stage in the devaluation stage, when you're being painted black, they're then going to the their last old ex source of supply and they're having conversations with them about how bad you are. And this is regulating them. So when they are still with you in the devaluation stage, but they don't want to dump you just yet because they're not quite sure about their level of control, they're always weighing things up. Like, where are you in relation to control? Where are you in relation to the supply you're giving me? What am I getting from my outer sources? 
What am I getting from my family? Does one of my family have to be controlled? Will I use somebody else to control my family? Am I making and getting enough money from the situation I'm in at the moment? What does my future look like? How can I best make the most of my situation towards my future? All these things on a daily basis are being weighed up by the narcissist with no empathy for anyone. It's planning, it's agendas, it's what can I have for me? All about me. You do what I tell you. You do what I tell you. I'll make you do what I want. If you don't do what I want, you will not be spoken to. I will give you a silent treatment. They love anything destructive. They love destroying. They love being deceitful. They love being omnipotent. They think and believe that they're God, that their truth is reality, and they will insist that their truth is reality, which is very evil. They will distort reality and leave you as confused as possible so you don't know what is actually the reality? So it's hard to make a judgment, a clear, logical judgment. They embed and entangle in your brain. When there is a beautiful occasion like Thanksgiving or Christmas, there will always be some type of drama just before, during or just after. I never had a beautiful Christmas with a narcissist. And tell me, guys, what was your Christmas and Thanksgiving like with the narcissist? You plan it and you look forward to it and they future fake with you about how great it is. And on the day, they put that hammer into your back. They make sure that they will get a huge amount of supply and energy because it's a great opportunity to take your happiness away on that day. And those kind of occasions are great for them to be behind your back, hoovering exes or planning their getaway and escape with the new supply. Diabolical stuff, guys. There is no peace to be had with a narcissist. Peace is kryptonite to the narcissist. They're not getting a reflection back of who they are. They're sitting there and as their mask is becoming fainter and fainter, they're having to look inwards and they can't bear that. So they have to create some drama or get you going or get some supply going so that they can reconstruct their mask and that they can protect themselves from the inner and outer worlds. Hope this makes sense. Just remember, they're always cheating. If they're not cheating physically, they're cheating mentally. They're cheating in thought. They're devaluing you to other people. They're telling lies about you. They're setting the scene for the smear campaign. They're telling people that it's not working out with you. They're visiting people behind your back that they don't tell you about. What's there to miss? A lot of trauma, a lot of sadness and a lot of pain and a lot of disgusting behaviour and a lot of being more enveloped into the evil, dark side of life where you begin to lose hope in the goodness of people. 
My goodness, this uh, this YouTube community restores your faith. Restores your faith in good people. Happy, happy Thanksgiving and may your life be blessed going forward. Thanks, guys, for your great support of this channel and all of us. Thanks, guys. I'm going to see you soon again. Bye.